Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Kirsty and Bryony's Comfort Zone. I am Kirsty. And I am Bryony. And we are going to listen to some dreams and try to work out what's going on in our heads. Is this the musical episode? Have we decided? Yes, yes, I've decided it's the musical episode. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh, yeah! <laughs> People immediately finally switching happened. off. <laughs> it's finally happened. It's the musical episode. So whilst I remember this, because I didn't record a dream I had, but it really made me laugh when I thought back to it. I suddenly remembered it. So I'm just going to get it out of the way early. Okay. But it just reminded me because I had a dream that I was in a play that might have been a musical. Right. Um, and my part... <laughs> My part was the part of Log, and Log. I literally just had to lie at the front of the stage in a sleeping bag. Oh my god! <laughs> that's how I spent the whole dream. Whilst the whilst the music oh. play went on around oh me, I just lay in a sleeping bag and occasionally like peeked at the crowd to see. Oh, they're really enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, see, this was a dream for you, but. This kind of happened in real life for me. You played Log? Not Log, but I think it was year five at school. We did yeah. The Lion King as our school play. Um, and I had this burst of confidence. I was very shy and I was like, you know what? I could do this. So I put my name forward as uh, to be Nala, I think. Um, and I was like, yep, yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to do it. I didn't get the part, um, but the part I did get was, oh no, wait, no, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't The Lion King, it was the year before, but in The Lion King I got the part of background lioness and I had to run across the stage once, but <laughs> the one that I'm talking about was Alice in Wonderland, where I wasn't as confident. Uh, I don't know what I put my name, f- I don't know where I put my name forward for, uh, I might not have even put my name forward for anything. But I was casted as Blade of Grass. Wow! And during you just have to the like uh, blow in the wind. Yes, during the 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 caterpillar scene, I had to stand on stage in my green outfit and sway in the wind. Wow! And that was that was my part. And my mum had to come down to the school to watch me be a blade of grass in the school play. Oh. <laughs> Did you oh. go full method? Did you like live in a field for the week before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. See, when I was in primary school, I was in a play called The Toy Maker, and the boy who was meant to play the toy maker was really ill on the night of the performance. I think I was like a clown or something, like one of the toy clowns that just sort of danced around in the background and that was about it yeah yeah the boy uh who was meant to play him was ill and then the boy who was meant to be his like understudy and take over if he was ill just started crying as soon as he found out and was like i didn't think i'd actually have to do it i like he just did not want to do it and um 
So the teacher was sort of like freaking out and my mum just goes, well, Brandy knows all the words. She's like constantly singing the songs at home. And they were like, do you know all of it? And I was like, yeah. So I stepped up and I did the play. I was the toy maker. And um, the next day at school, the year like fives or something made me a medal that said oh. i saved the show and oh, it was literally so like cute. a piece of cardboard that they had covered in foil and then like indented the words into it but i still have it <laughs> oh that's so nice <laughs> my first medal <laughs> that's so nice so i uh, my, um... i did the opposite i was uh <laughs> I, in year three we studied the ancient egyptians and we put on some sort of play where we all dressed up as like Egyptian gods. And I was supposed to be Amon-Ra or I, I, in school, we just learned it as Amon. That was his name. Yeah. And he had a really big hat, like a really big hat, really tall. And I didn't want to wear the big hat. <laughs> the big hat was silly. I didn't want to wear it. And I had an understudy. So on the day of the play, I was like, Mom, I can't do it. I can't go to this guy. I don't want to be a mom. Oh. I don't want to wear the big hat. So she called in <laughs> and said I was sick. <laughs> oh. And the, the understudy had to do it and had to wear the big hat. <laughs> <laughs> he saved the show. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and I didn't have to wear the big hat. Yay. I remember there was a time when we were doing something on, it might have been the Egyptians or something. Either way, we had to like, it was one of those assemblies where we had to have a, you know, a homemade costume. And I think my mum literally like cut arm and head holes into a pillowcase. And that's what I was going to wear. And then I felt really like silly about it. So when my friend was like, oh, I didn't get a costume. And I was like, you can wear my pillowcase. That's fine. Because I was like, you know, I'm going to feel silly wearing a pillowcase sort of thing. And then when it came to the actual assembly, everyone else was dressed in their pillowcases. And I was the only one in school uniform. And then I felt really silly because I was like, I wish I wore my pillowcase. (laughs) (laughs) So let that be the moral of the story. Like, don't don't let peer pressure make you feel silly. Or, Or is it the opposite? Because... Maybe I should have been peer pressured into wearing a pillowcase. I don't know. There's oh a moral there somewhere. Listen to oh, your here mother. Oh, we go. I've Googled it. <laughs> I've Googled it. So it wasn't Amun-Ra. Amun merged with Ra, the sun god, and became Amun-Ra. Oh, so and did I the was... hats merge as well and become a big hat? Yeah, a big, big, big hat. Really big hat with a bird head, probably. <laughs> I'm just looking at the the picture of Amon, and he's got like a little little butt, just a small little butt. Aww. Right there, the artist expressly put in a, a little butt, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember from my last school play, like my year six one before I went, I was ill and I didn't get to be part of it, and I was Aww. so sad. Because like school plays, like doing a school play every year was like a big part of growing up and then all of a sudden I was just couldn't do it yeah I I didn't have a part in my year six play I don't think I think I was just like um a singer like a backing singer it was basically all the kids that didn't get a role they got uh this one so that's what I was. And for yeah. some reason we were all dressed up as Star Trek red shirts. Oh. I don't remember why. We all had to wear red shirts with the Star Trek little symbol thing on them. And I don't I have no memory of what the play was. I just remember that I had my Star Trek shirt for Christmas and then I was ill. <laughs> the play we did. Hang on, I'm gonna Google it. So in year six, we did a play called The Time Traveling Toilet. <laughs> And I always, I was always under the impression that it was one that they just made up. Um, but maybe it wasn't. But okay, apparently there's a book called Ted and His Time Traveling Toilet. Dead? So, dead? Maybe it's based on that. I don't know. But essentially, what I don't really remember any, all of it. But it was just like going through history. Like I think at one point they went to Elvis and 
they might have talked about how he died on a toilet or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then they went to another girl and she sang Blue Moon. And then I have, I have no idea what happened. I have, I have no clue. I might have been more invested if I actually was given a, a good part, but could have played the toilet. I'm not bitter. I could have played the toilet. Oh my gosh, I just remembered another play that we did. We did this play that was about pirates. And I am terrified of... I'm not scared of heights, but I'm scared of ladders. And they gave me the part of the cabin boy who had to go up into the crow's nest. Oh no! Which was just a ladder with like a little cardboard thing at the top of it and I was so scared <laughs> I just remember spending the entire play just like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I was like why would you not check with the child are you happy to be up a ladder it was just like nope get up nope. the ladder oh <laughs> yeah our plays I think we did Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat in year three. Oh. Um, ah. ah. <laughs> I don't know what it was for that I think I was a backing singer again uh, the dream coat. The dream coat. Oh, that if only. <laughs> and then Alice in Wonderland in year four, where I was grass. Lion King in year five, where I was background lioness. It was specifically during the po- the point in the movie where Simba and Nala asked to go to the elephant graveyard. Actually, oh. no. Ah, oh. oh my god, I've unlocked a memory. I wasn't just a background lioness. Oh. I, me and one other girl had to share the role of, I think her name was Serafina, and that was Nala's mum. So I had okay. one line, which was a big step up from a blade of grass. I had to go, hmm, what do you think, Sarabi? Uh, but I had to share this role because it needed an understudy. I had to share it <laughs> with this one other girl. And when she was doing it, I had to be a background lioness. <laughs> Aww. Oh, God. And then, and then, yeah, time traveling toilet in year six. But yeah, I, I, I remember in, um, in secondary school, I don't know what year, I want to say that I was in like sixth form or maybe around GCSE age, they put on Chicago. Uh, which was a lot different. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's not really a school-friendly... That was very different. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's why... Maybe that's why yeah. secondary schools don't put on school plays. <laughs> <laughs> I was in... I remember being in South Pacific when I was in secondary school. But then I stopped doing drama because in my school they made you choose at some point they made you choose between drama or art and i feel like those are the sort of subjects that kids would want to do both of but you couldn't you either had to do like geography or history drama or art and i chose art and i wish i had done drama because i actually really loved drama it was like I don't know why I chose art. It was it was like drama was like one of my favorite subjects, and I yeah. still went with art. Man, um, we never got a lot of drama support at school. Like we did drama every every now and then up until like year nine, and then after yeah. that it was just kind of thrown to the side. I mean, people took it for GCSE, but even then it was still like not something that people really thought was serious <laughs> at all. I remember doing like improv in drama and there was one day because I was like a really shy kid at school but for some reason in drama I had confidence I don't know why like something about the space I could always be like a bit more outgoing and there was one day when we were doing the improv and I said something I don't remember what it was but everyone laughed and I felt so good I was like oh (laughs) I don't know why I didn't carry it on heaven's sake i remember we did that thing where you had to like there were two chairs at the front and people would like start a story and then they would keep getting swapped out sort of thing and it was something about uh there being like an escaped prisoner or something right and then it was my turn to get up and i got up and i just straight away like turned to them and pretended to 
be the prisoner and I made them jump so much they fell off their chair. (laughs) (laughs) Good fun. Good fun. I've been really tempted to, I found that there was an improv group in Bristol and I was very tempted You would be so good at it. I'd love to give it a go. You're so like quick with your, with your like, you just, you just think so quickly. You're, you're really good at improv. I think you'd be great. I really like, have you ever seen Middle Ditch and Schwartz? No. Oh, it's. Um, I have not. Do you know? I think it's Ben Schwartz. He's the guy who. Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? I didn't. No, I didn't. I've been meaning to. You'd probably recognise him from other stuff, and yeah. then um, I'd probably recognise them from from Parks and Rec. To be fair, like you sort of know the characters, and you even if you don't watch it. Yeah, he's the guy who has like massive hair, but I can't remember what his character is called. <laughs> But he's been in a lot of other stuff. He's one of those people who just like pops up. But it, yeah, it's the two of them doing improv and it's very funny. Yeah. It'll be funny. Yeah, it'll be funny. I just realized we've been talking for like a quarter of an hour. And yeah, I well, just, we we did say that we were recording episode. a podcast. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We only have two dreams today, so we need filler. <laughs> oh, yeah. At some point, we're going to have an intermission where everyone gets like a tiny tub of ice cream yep. for a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> with a little spoon <laughs> a little, little beer for, for nine quid yeah do you like yeah. musicals yeah i like musicals i've not seen many um i might be seeing hamilton for my birthday but i don't know Ooh. yet um but i've only seen i've seen the lion king musical i've seen wicked and i've seen oliver um okay and they were all very good uh, Wicked was fantastic. I went into Wicked with no knowledge at all because it was just like a school trip. Yeah, um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great, and the the songs are, are bangers. Really I good. want to see Wicked. I had never really cared about it before, but recently on TikTok, I keep hearing that you know the popular you're mm-hmm. gonna be popular, and I'm like, now it's in my head, but that's the only part of the song I know. <laughs> So I'm like, maybe if I watch the whole thing, I will embrace it a bit more. Yeah, I I really liked it. I thought it was great. It, I know some people who fun. like really just don't like musicals. I didn't mm. realize Alex's parents don't like musicals. Oh, and we <laughs> took them to see La La Land at the cinema, right. and literally every time a song started up. So I could out the corner <laughs> of my eye, I would see them look at each other and roll their eyes and be like. Oh. I was like, oh, jeez, you're in for a long film. (laughs) (laughs) I love La La Land, though. I've not seen La La Land either. Oh, it's good. I'm just thinking about, like, subjects at school now because of you mentioning drama. I was going to take media for a GCSE, um, which would have been really cool. But I, so the way that our school worked, um, we had three like secondary schools in the town that I went to school and I went to one and basically, obviously, and we would take GCSEs mainly at our school, but we had the option to take courses at the other schools as well. Um, And there'd be like a bus service so we could go there and then do a subject there. And media was being held at, one of them, I want to say the girls' school. There's a girls' school, boys' school, and a mixed school. And I was just like, oh, I want to do media, but I can't be asked. I can't be asked <laughs> to do the, the, the journey every time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why did I not do that? What an idiot. <laughs> well, I had to choose between history and geography, and I chose, I loved history, But I chose geography, which I didn't really care about, because only, like, I really wanted to do, there's this thing called Tentors. Okay. uh, Which is like, I've forgotten the proper name for it. It's it's like some big walk that goes around Dartmoor and you get a group of kids and they have to, like, find their way. They're, they're, like, unsupervised and you find your way around. It's like the Duke of Edinburgh Award. Yes. Yes. Right. And, um... My sister had done it, so it was one of those things that I was like, when I grow up, I'm going to do 10 tours. So I chose geography literally because you had to do geography if you were going to get onto 10 tours. And then um, the way they chose the kids that were going to do it, they literally, 
this is this is such like a movie plot. They chose the popular kids. No, they chose like the guy who was like on the football team. Who they had three tryout, no, two tryout walks, and yeah. he literally didn't turn up to one of them and was chosen. And he still got in. Yeah. Oh my god. And they did like the leader of the band and stuff like this and it was all those kids and then i didn't even get it and then i just had to no. study blooming longshore drift for years that i didn't yeah, even do care coloring about. in <laughs> color in some maps and learn about longshore groins. drifts <laughs> <laughs> oh i did history i i was the other side of the coin although mm. i my gcses i did art english lit and pe um pe was originally french but my French teacher was horrible. She really didn't like me. Oh. Um, so I was like, I want to get out of here. And the only one that had a space was PE. <laughs> so I had to do <laughs> PE for two years. Oh, it was awful. Um, <laughs> it was, it, see, the the um, theory side of it was great because it was just biology, but it was easy biology. It was like biology, because yeah. I was doing bi- biology GCSE at the same time. And it was the same stuff, but just simpler for some reason and so that was fine but then when it came to the practical stuff it was like i mean i could do it but they kind of expected everyone in PE GCSE to play sports outside of school and i didn't so it was like yeah. oh don't forget to bring your hockey equipment and i'm like what <laughs> i don't have hockey equipment <laughs> jeez oh but yeah i just remembered but... another juicy detail that year oh. the people that they chose to do the 10 tours they failed they had to be airlifted out in a helicopter <laughs> so just saying maybe maybe they should have rethought who they picked for that yeah just maybe saying. they should have <laughs> i did uh, i did duke of edinburgh awards uh, i didn't have to take geography to do it but yeah i did duke of edinburgh we we failed several times <laughs> um but uh, because of sorry tabs tabs is playing with a beanie hat I, sorry anyway Aww. so we we went on our first hike which was like a practice one and we did fine uh then we went on our qualifying one and it went great but one of my friends fell ill um and so he was lagging behind quite a bit so i sort of hung back and i went along with him and i was like holding his hand the whole way and every every time i tell the story people are like yeah all right he was ill ha <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> I, but apparently he was ill so i was helping him and then when we came into view of the campsite i was like oh the campsite's here so i sort of went forward a bit and he was sort of on his own at the back so we arrived at the campsite and he was just a few like you know just a little bit behind but he he was still like there but the teachers were like you've left one of your people behind that's a fail and it was like are you serious i spent the whole trip holding his hand and you just failed me i was so angry I was so mad. Like, I threw, like, a, well, I didn't throw a tantrum, but I was fuming. Oh, my God. Like, and we failed. And then um, we we had to do another qualifying, uh, which we did fine, but we had to take another couple of guys with us, and they were really argumentative. So yeah. during that hike, like, I was just, like, the quiet kid, but they were arguing with a girl that was in my group. And it, I turned around at one point and was like, well, you will just shut and they were all just like oh (laughs) it was in torrential rain and we were like hiking through a golf course and they were just arguing and i got so angry and i was just they 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 did not expect it to come out of my mouth um and i think we passed it but um in the end i think we just couldn't be bothered to do all the extra stuff so we just didn't pass (laughs) But the people that did pass, they went on to do the gold award uh, and they had to go to like, I don't know, I want to say like Ben Nevis or something. Um, They went to like a big place uh, and they had to get airlifted out. (laughs) 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 So it all worked out in the end. (laughs) Oh, damn. School. Yeah. It's just too early to be making life decisions. It is, it is. And making you pick geography just to do that is, is silly as well. Like, yeah. Dear but yeah, I realised I said earlier that I did history and then I said that I did GCSEs, which were not history. I also did a short course after school of history because I was a nerd oh. and we liked the teacher. Um, and then I ended up doing history at A-level. 
So yeah, uh, I did do history, uh, and it was very fun. I liked history a lot. I um uh would have gone like if I could do it again. Nothing really matters now, but I I think I would I would have chosen to do biology. Yeah, and, um, yeah. If I went back now, I would also choose to do biology. Because I sort I of love did, biology. I did film studies, which is a bit of a eh course. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Eh. <laughs> eh. I took biology at AS level, um, but I didn't really gel with the teacher. Um, you know, I, 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 there were a few teachers I didn't gel with. You'd, you'd think I have a problem with authority. <laughs> you just, you won those bad girls aren't you? <laughs> a bad girl they tell me to do something like hell no screw you teacher i ain't Walk doing that with your bag over one <laughs> one uh, shoulder only one shoulder you're scratching that s into My all the tables turned backwards <laughs> yep <laughs> like, biology too i don't want to do that Chewing no bubble sorry gum the whole time putting the bubble gum under the table take that <laughs> school but no. Then I went on to do a, a degree which was basically biology, so yeah, <laughs> got there in the end. <laughs> well, shall well, we? Well, we've been chatting for ages. We should listen to some uh, <laughs> dreams. Yeah. Do you want to go first or shall I? Um, you go first. You go first. I think we've listened to my voice enough. No, never enough. <laughs> never enough. Sometimes I just listen to just your voice track and... That's fair. Lie awake. (laughs) (laughs) I like that yours has named itself Subway Thursday. Yeah, Subway Thursday. What you mostly said and just Subways and Thursdays. Maybe. I don't even know what the stream's about. What kind of Subway is it? Could it be a train? Could it be a sandwich? I have absolutely no memory of my dream. I have no memory of this place. So uh, let's find out together. I had a dream that I knew Dan Stevens and Matthew McGonaghy, but like I didn't have either of their numbers, I would just randomly bump into them. And I think I felt like like I really wanted to friend a doctor or something. So I was walking around this park and I bumped into Dan Stevens and we had this nice chat. And he was in like period dress like um just walking around the park i think he was meant to have just finished a day's acting or something and then i was at the cinema and like bumped into matthew mcgonaghy and i think he had like a girlfriend who he was living with who didn't like me or something so he was like oh i probably shouldn't talk to you um, and there was also some lady called Ruth who was staying with one of them, but I don't remember which, and, um, I was like, oh, I wonder if I could contact Ruth to get in contact with them, but yeah, then it was like, I was in this bank, maybe, and, oh no, I think it's a restaurant, and all of a sudden, um, people started trying to, like, rob it. Um, like this big truck crashed into it and all these people bowed out and then like Alex and I were like these really high up level of police so Alex was like you know trying to like get all these weapons out of the back of the truck and he was like take this and go and um, this guy came out who had been he was like the leader of the robbers and I tried to shoot him but it turned out he was like a robot and he was like that's not gonna do anything and then he shot me and I was like oh and then he was chatting away to this lady who was a nurse and I was like help he was like no I'm gonna leave it a while before she can help you and then eventually she was like okay I'll take you to hospital now um and she was driving along, but then it cut to, for some reason I was, I had this plan that I was going to like buy loads of bananas and then sell them off, and that was going to be my like money-making idea, 
and I was trying to hide them in the lampshade uh, in our bedroom because for some reason it had like two secret compartments but in one of them there was like this tarantula and um it like but it was like in a cocoon sort of thing and I was like oh my gosh any point it's gonna come out of this cocoon and I don't know when and I was like should I call a a specialist to come and take away this tarantula um but yeah that's all I remember the end bye bye the end there you go <laughs> Oh, there we go. I, I I love your side hustle. <laughs> I'm gonna hide Banana all the bananas. Dealer. <laughs> hide all the bananas in the lampshade. But watch out for the banana tarantula. I that was like slowly coming back to me as I was listening to it, and I remember that the I mean I played it down. I was trying to act tough, but being shot was like genuinely terrifying. Like yeah, it was. Like, I remember having that feeling of, like, oh, my gosh, this is actually... This is it. This is it. <laughs> it felt very real. It's it's really weird. And it's going to... I'm going to struggle to find the words to say how... Without sounding weird. But I kind of love having those dreams. They're really thrilling. Like, dreams where you end up getting, like, I don't know, hurt. And people are, like... You're there and, and people are, like... I don't know, like you saying to this guy, like, I need to go to hospital. And he's like, no, like for some reason, dreams like that, I really like. I don't know why. I just, I love the drama. Yeah, (laughs) I love the drama. It's, they're so cool. (laughs) I mean, at the time, they're terrifying. But afterwards, I think any kind of dream like that, I'd wake up and go, cool. (laughs) I survived. I love that. (laughs) I feel so alive. I love that. <laughs> I feel so alive. It's it's I it's think so cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it down to real town for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, here we uh, go. Do you know I genuinely, what this is about? Well, yeah, I have been worried a lot recently about um like just the NHS. And just like, yeah, we, like I have yeah, a friend who works in A&E and so like I've heard a lot from her about how it is and it's mm-hmm. genuinely worrying. And I think it just is a reflection of that, that I was thinking like, I'm in danger, but I can't. And no one's helping me. Yeah. Like there's just nothing to be done. This is it. And I think yeah. like, I think it was just about that. I think I've just been reading about um, like delays and waits and strikes and all of that stuff going on and i think I yeah think that's what it was it really is a big mess and like people like if it ever got to the point where we like have to pay for our health care like in the u.s like you're gonna need those bananas yeah streamers are gonna be screwed like we we have no rights we're barely human yeah <laughs> we won't get we have no rights we have no money we need insurance. we need our banana side hustle yeah you're gonna have to start doing banana streams. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Maybe, maybe your mind was just giving you, you know, an option in case that was ever uh, something. Oh that my gosh, to be there's done. always money in the banana stand. That's what it was trying to tell me. It's the bananas. <laughs> it's the bananas. That's it. You need Speaking to become bananas, a, like a greengrocer. Oh, I looked bananas. up banana. You will be unsurprised by this. Oh, Most okay. dreams about fruit are to do with sexuality or sensuality. Ooh. Conventionally, the banana, because of its shape, signifies the penis. However, Ooh, it is also considered because of, it, because of its yielding nature to represent the handling of masculine sexuality. Oh dear. In conjunction with other fruit, it can be taken to mean fertility or sustenance. I see. There was, not, there was no other fruit. It was just bananas. Just so surrounded that. by penis. Surrounded by wangers. Just wangers all over the place. It also They're says everywhere. food and fruit. So I feel like it doesn't need to elaborate on any of the things I've just said, but <laughs> uh, fruits represent, represent in dream form the fruit of our experience or effort and the potential for prosperity. The color can also be significant, 
see color. Okay, let's go to this is like a a, a fighting fantasy now. A turn it to is. color. Turn to page thirty-nine. I guess bananas are very famously lello. Lello. This color. Lello, is the, the one... color of money, <laughs> which is closest to daylight. Connected with the emotional self, their attributes are thinking, detachment, and judgment. So I'm judging see. the penis. I Oh, <laughs> I guess. Yellow is the emotional self, green is self-aware, blue is self-expression and wisdom. Indigo is the colour okay. of creativity, while violet depicts the cosmic responsibility. Oh my God. I don't know if this is true. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sold on this. I'm, I'm sorry. Buying this. I think it was yellow because it was a banana. Yeah, that's just. Yeah. They just are. They just. They just be that way. I guess sometimes they are green, but these were these were ripe bananas. Was there um, a reason that you needed a side hustle in your dream? To pay for my bullet wounds. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if I was like. I think I was so focused on the fact that there was a tarantula in the lampshade mm-hmm. that I sort of forgot why I had bananas. Fair. I, I feel mean, like keeping fruit next to a source of heat is a bad idea. Yeah, especially <laughs> bananas. Bananas famously like... <laughs> they, they, they're so potent that they make other fruit go ripe when they're near them. So they're doing yeah. that and then you've got them in a lampshade. It's not, not the best. You've just reminded the me best of that, um, the Flight of the Concords. Do you know um, Hip Hopopotamus versus Rhinoceros? Yeah. <laughs> just the line where he's like, my rhymes are so potent, I made all of the ladies in the first two rows pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sometimes oh. my lyrics are sexist, but you lovely bitches and hoes, you know I'm trying to correct this. <laughs> Gonna oh, look at dear. gun. In dreams, gun. the gun has an obvious masculine and sexual connotation. Oh, if the woman is being shot, uh, she perhaps feels threatened by overt signs of aggression or sexuality. It's just penis. All of my dream, it was just all. It's all penis. <laughs> it's all penis, <laughs> apparently. And who was giving you that gun, Brownie? It was. I can't remember. Was it Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> I think it was Alex. Was Alex? Alex pulled the guns out of the trunk and oh, said, take yeah. a gun. <gasps> I just, I, oh yeah, and then I shot the robot and the robot yep. shot me. That's oh it. my gosh, what a fool. Penis. 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 Um, I wonder if robot is in here. Robot means penis. <laughs> Thank you, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, robot, robot, robot. Rock. Robe. No, there's no robot. Oh. Should I Google but, it? Um, there is rocket, and it says, the rocket in basic terms has a connection with male sexuality. <laughs> 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 what a surprise. It also has, on the same page, rod, sea staff, but I bet I can tell you what it means. Sea <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dreaming of a robot can either mean a lot of things or nothing at all, depending oh. on how nicely you're able to relate it to your waking life and how wonderfully you're able to interpret it. That's no, a pretty was... fair... I mean, that's not the whole thing he that it's said, wonderful. but that's that's pretty... That's a pretty nice down-to-earth sentence to start with. Yeah. Just like a robot is confused, robot dreams can be confusing too. What's to say a robot is confused? Why is he confused? Surely robots are the least confused because they are just given a purpose and they just do it. What is my yeah. purpose? What is bananas. my purpose? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Dreaming of a robot means that you feel controlled by the others around you, just like a robot is controlled by the others around you. <laughs> you feel like you're a mere puppet to others, and nobody takes any sort of opinion from you, even though you are smart enough to guide them in their bad times. Who wrote this? Well, I'm looking at... Hang on, I'm looking for the the one that says it's about a penis. It's got to be in there somewhere. The modern dream book explains seeing the image of robot monster in a dream with tiredness and dull routine. I mean, Mm. he was not dull. He was pew, pew, pew. 
Housewives who dreamed about robots are overburdened with household chores. Mostly probable you compare yourself to a robot that just does his job. Um, I've looked up spider. Uh-huh. And it says there is a great deal of ambivalence in the image of a spider. On a very mundane level, it is disliked, perhaps because of its scuttling movements, but also because of its association with dirt. In dreams, it can also suggest dirt. deviousness. I don't think of spiders as being dirty. No, neither do I. Spiritually, the spider represents the great mother in her role as the weaver. She weaves destiny from the body of herself and is therefore the creator. Oh. In coming to terms with this aspect, we become weavers of our own destiny. Oh my god. Maybe the spider represents um, my creativity in things I am trying to create for the internet, a.k.a. The web. Bum, bum, bum. Ah! <laughs> oh my god, I think you've cracked it. I've you've cracked it. it. We got there in the yep. end. You did it. It's well my done. creativity spider. One of my favorite cards that a shop mm -hmm. near us sells is a spider and it sat on a web and it just says, I made this with my bum. Ah. <laughs> One of my favorite cards, which I can never get anymore. They used to do it at Card Factory. And I think I've told you about this before because... There's not much going on in my life. Um, it's a birthday card, and I got it for my brother every year for as long as I could buy the card. Um, and it has a picture of a horse on the... No, it doesn't. Shit. It says, <laughs> why the big horse? Yeah, it has a picture of a horse on the front. It says, why the big horse? And you open it, and it says, big horse, it's your birthday. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And I would buy it every year for my brother. <laughs> oh my god! You should have stockpiled it. I know. I whole... wish I could have. If you have you ever seen that meme where it's like when men go back in time and it's like, "Hey, I'm your grandson. Cool." When women go back in time, blah blah blah. Mine would be stockpile the big horse birthday card. <laughs> <laughs> I would give it to everyone every year. <laughs> Do you still have one of them? Could you look on the back and see who the manufacturer was? No, I don't. I Aww. don't. It's probably, I mean, it, it might exist somewhere, but even when you Google it, I can't find it. Big horse. It's. It was purple. I know that much. It was purple and it had a grayscale picture of a horse on it. But there's there are a few variations. Like, you know, I Googled it and it's one there's one that says, I'm sending this card. Big horse, it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Big horse. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the first time I saw that card I just started crying laughing. <laughs> Because that seems like the kind of thing I would do. It just amused me so much. It tickled me. <laughs> because. By the way, everyone, it's my birthday uh, in, in February. So. <laughs> so please spam her with big horse cards. Please send me big horse cards. Thank you. <laughs> big horse, it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Because Shall we listen to your dream. Yeah, let's do it. My dream titled Subway. I think that Subway is a train subway. Oh. But I don't know. Um if you've heard this dream before, please tell me because I don't think I've sent it, but I'm always worried that I have. But yeah. Okay. Let's have a little listen. Three Hello. I had this dream One. a while ago, Go. but it's just come back to me. So I was in Hemsby in Norfolk, which is a little seaside village town where they have lots of arcades and stuff. Went there a lot as a kid. I'm there in my dream, um, going into arcades and stuff with my family. And we head down the road that goes towards the beach. And it had all been, like, 
landscaped and stuff. So in real life, it's like a beach that just heads down and bends around to the to the beach. The road bends down. Um, but in the dream, instead of the sea being the, it was like a big rocky um, monument almost that had been built there that people could walk on, like a, in the middle of a park almost. And beyond that, instead of the sea, there was just a big city. Um, we were like, damn, they've done so much work. <laughs> they've changed everything. It's so different to when we were kids. Uh, and I kept looking around. And I think there were people like on tours and stuff. And we looked in the distance and there was a big shop that sold Pokemon stuff. And I was like, damn, I need to go there. So we started heading in that direction. Um, I'm not sure if it was the part of the same dream or if it was slightly different, but when walking through like the back streets and stuff, um, there were lots of different shops and, you know, I was looking at all of the things they were selling in all of these shops. And then we found a subway, uh, but the queue for it was really big. For some reason, I think it had like a special. It was the sandwich. Like, I can't remember what it was. It was something dumb, like it was green <laughs> or it was invisible or something like that. It was really silly, like nothing <laughs> worth queuing up over. But we queued up for the longest time to get to this subway. And it was a weird subway too because it was like right in the middle of a big courtyard. And the queue went like all around the shops. And Tabs is licking his butt near me by the way. Sorry if you can hear him. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so we're queuing up for subway. And at one point the queue goes through this room which is kind of like... Almost like a, a land cafe. And because the queue was so slow, I took my shoes off while waiting. And when it finally got moving again, I nearly forgot them. And someone had to tell me to go and get my shoes. Uh, and then we eventually finally made it to the subway. Uh, but somebody left a sandwich there. They, they ordered it and they, they didn't take it. So I was like, oh, perfect. There we go. You'll have that. So I just took it. And then, uh, I guess I ate it. But I can't remember what was special about it. I really don't. It had something in it. Something magical. Magical subway. And I never made it to the Pokemon shop. Oh well. The end. <laughs> oh, there you go. It was the sandwich. Subway. <laughs> I had a magical subway sandwich. I love the thought of it being like an invisible sandwich, just like the Emperor's <laughs> new sandwich. They're just like, oh, yeah, you can only see this yes. magical subway if you're super smart. <laughs> A magical, invisible sandwich. Go up and give us your money. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling this is two dreams uh, smushed together. Um, okay. But, but maybe it happened at the same time. Like on the same night, but um, yeah. So we were in Hemsby. We were heading towards the Pokemon shop. It it felt like I've never been to Rome, but it felt like we were in like Rome. Okay. But in my brain, it was like we're in Hemsby in Norfolk. Um, and have you ever been to Hemsby? No. Okay. It's 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 like the holiday destination of a lot of like East Anglia families. Oh, okay. Um. And it's literally just a little town, village. No, it's not a village, it's a town. And it has lots of arcades and stuff. Like a typical um, And seaside. caravans and, yes, and chalets and whatnot. Um, and the main part of Hemsby, like with all the arcades and stuff, it's like one long road. Um, and it, at the end of the road, it bends down to the left and then the beach is there. So at that point where it bends down to the left, that's where everything changed. And it was like this big park. Um, with this big statue in the middle 
And then where I think it might have jumped into another dream is we went across into the city and that's where the subway was. And I, I think a lot of extra stuff might have happened in these dreams that I've just completely forgotten about. Yeah. Um, like talking to people or... I know that I, when I was queuing for the sandwich, I definitely spoke to some people in this cafe place, but I don't know what about. But I just remember us like... Imagine one big room with two doors... So like one is an indoor, one is an outdoor. You go in, everyone was queuing around the edge of the room and then going back out. <laughs> I don't know why, but but yeah. And then we got to the subway and the subway itself was a really weird shape. Like it was like a shop that had been set up in the middle of a big clearing. Like it was just a big like round subway rather than it being a place you go into. Okay. <laughs> kind of like a stall. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we were all queuing around it, and then I I found a sandwich that someone had left. Um, kind of like you know in in Costa where you know they call out your order and leave it on the side. Oh, okay. And and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll just have that one. So I took it. I've looked up Q, and it said C line. So. Ooh. It says, a line of people or a queue would suggest an imposed order for a particular purpose. If the dreamer is waiting in line, the purpose of the line will be important. Sandwiches. But you didn't want to wait in line. Does that mean you don't think sandwiches are important? I mean, I love Subway sandwiches. I would queue for them. (laughs) (laughs) Even invisible sandwiches. Even if they're invisible. I I wish I could remember what made the sandwich important. (laughs) I looked up um, sandwich, but there's nothing. There's just the individual elements. There's like in food, there's like bread and stuff, but there's no sandwich, which surprises me because you would have thought sandwiches are such a like comfort food. What about just food? Food, it says... Food signifies a satisfaction of our needs, whether those are physical, mental, or spiritual. It is something we might take or are taking into ourselves. Frequent dreams about eating suggest a great hunger for something. Oh. See, I don't even remember eating it in the dream. I just remember queuing for it. (laughs) Uh, That signifies you're British. I'm not satisfied. (laughs) I am British. Yeah, it's, it's. I find that a lot of the time I dream about places that I went to as a kid, um, which we've kind of covered, like you know, school, blah blah blah. Like I used to have a lot of dreams about my old house. I still have dreams about my old house, actually. Yeah, quite often, and all of my old houses too. Like because we moved a few times when I was a kid, and yeah, they all sort of feature in some form or another. But this time it was holiday, which which I've not really dreamt of before and if 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 i have then it's not been for a really long time well holiday says being on holiday to be on holiday in a dream indicates a sense of relaxation and of satisfying one's own needs without having to take care of others see that's kind of like eating a sandwich that said about satisfying your needs isn't it eating food so at the moment are you just very satisfied maybe i'm satisfied honestly yeah like i'm i'm pretty satisfied right now like I I um I didn't do like a soppy New Year message on Twitter, but I really wanted to because, but I just never know like what words to use. But yeah. I I just kind of I did really want to post one and just kind of be like, you know, it's been a really nice year. I'm so happy with how like where I am. I've made so many lovely friends and I love them so much. Like you know, I love Briny yeah. and like I've been able to hang out with like other yogs. Like Rhythian is like one of my best pals and like. Just, yeah, I, I feel so sort of happy and content with where I am right now. And I, I think that does kind of line up, you know. But I, I didn't post that to Twitter, so nobody knows. I, I, I remain the quiet, edgy child on Twitter. <laughs> Sitting there brooding in the background. Why don't you do one on the 22nd for Lunar New Year? True, I could. <laughs> Just be like, hey, all you bitches, I love you. You're great. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I think I am. I'm I'm so sort of happy with where I am right now, especially compared to like a couple of years ago when I was still working at my old job. 
and you know it's just it's just been a really lovely few years like it's been so nice and it's been a complete like my life has completely changed you know yeah and i'm just it's just i'm just i'm just so happy it's so nice so maybe maybe it's that nice maybe so you yeah, i'm gone. happy you've i've like... had my subway sandwich and i've eaten it You've had a lovely dream about just being on holiday and having a sandwich. Meanwhile, I'm shot. <laughs> and no one will take me to hospital. <laughs> this is duality of man. <laughs> Do you know, I'm going to take you down with me. I've looked up sand. Sand says, no! sand in a dream suggests instability and lack of security. <laughs> Well, the sand wasn't there. Oh, the sand wasn't there, Brady. I'm gonna find the something sand else. And the sea, the body of water was gone. Oh no! Yay! <laughs> oh, I looked up Where sandwich. Where I expected said, the sand to be, uh, there was only sandwiches. To dream of sandwiches means that you're scared and alone. <laughs> no. I'm just surprised the sandwich isn't in here. Yeah, or foot long seems like a ripe opportunity yeah. for this book. It does. It definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> I found a word in this book that I don't really know. It's when I was looking for something earlier. It says, "Do you know what a, a tabernacle is?" I've heard of a tabernacle, but I don't know what it is. It says a tabernacle is a place where a sacred object is kept for safety. It oh. also represents a temple. A tabernacle. Tabernacle. Because I was flicking through and it's got like one of the, like the first word on each page is in the top right of the book, just so you can find your way through. And because I've been playing Hades recently, <laughs> I was reading it and I did that thing of being like, tabernacle? <laughs> what? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Why are we thinking about tabernacles? Is it in your book? Yeah, I just when I was I I can't remember what I was looking for. Maybe sandwich or something, but I saw it in the top corner and I was just like, what is a tabernacle? Or a tabernacle. Tabernacle is a strange word. I wonder where that came from. Well, there you go. If we ever dream about one, we know that it's in well, the I, book. I will now. <laughs> First, I'm going to find out what it is, and then I'm going to dream about it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm glad we did I our dreams we've... in this order, because Me if too. we had have done yours first, mine would have been quite the letdown. <laughs> 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 We're actually ending on a comfort zone, which is nice. We're ending on a high note. Yay. I should have recorded my log <laughs> dream. Why didn't I record log? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, that marks the end of my dream backlog, so I'm going to have to start dreaming again. I've only had sad dreams recently, so I need to start... You need to eat a sandwich and, and perk up. Yeah. I need to take I I had holiday. some dreams last night, but I forgot all of them. All I know is that the cast of NCIS were there because I've been watching <laughs> NCIS non-stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I had but a yeah. dream a few nights ago that mm-hmm. um, my old... I, I suddenly realised that my old hamster was still alive and I was like, oh my gosh, I've not been oh. taking care of her this whole time. And I was trying to look after her and I was like, I'm so... I'm terrible. So, I'm so sorry. I think it's I've had dreams like that. I've recently been thinking about whether I have the strength to get another little friend. I've been looking a lot yeah. at chinchillas because they live for like eighteen years. So they maybe do. That's they the live a long time. Just get a, a tortoise or a chinchilla. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> or a parrot. Get one of them long-lived babies. Yeah. Or just adopt you yeah. as a piece of grass. Yeah, just adopt me. <laughs> but no, that's what's stopping me getting more rats. I mean, besides the fact that I travel to Bristol a lot, so I can't like have anyone looking after them. I've had over 30 rats in my lifetime, and 
they do not live very long, bless them. Yeah. They're very, they, it's like two years max, or three years max. Um, and, yeah, it's so sad. Every it's so sad every time. dad joke fibre of my body then was resisting saying, but who's Max? <laughs> who's Max? <laughs> Sake. That is sad, but don't call me mad. It's <laughs> <coughs> like, don't God. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't you do it, Bryony. <laughs> well, um, right. We've been chatting for ages. We should wrap it up. Yeah, but thank you, Kirsty, for sharing your oh, lovely you, dream with me and for putting up with thank my you. scary dreams. <laughs> oh, your dream was beautiful. I met Matthew You've got McConaughey. Them bananas. Even you met you met me. Matthew M- M- I met Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Okay, I have a question. Oh, oh, for the listeners. First question of the year. Since it's not in our book, have any of you dreamt about a sandwich before? What did it mean to and you? And what was the context? What did it mean? Was it a good sandwich? Ooh. Was it a bad sandwich? Did it bring joy? What Let us know. Was it a phallic sandwich? <laughs> was it a phallic? Was it a footlong? <laughs> do, you, do you like a good filling? Hmm? Do you? Do you? Mm, do, you like, do you like a good filling? <laughs> oh, dear. Right. We will see you all next time. Thank you so much for listening thank you so much Kirsty thank you so much Bryony and sweet dreams until next time bye bye for now bye bye bye